What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. If it's your first time coming to hang out, let me quickly tell you what's going to go on so everybody can be on the same page for the episode. The name Buds, Bros, and Superheroes acts as placeholders for the topics of conversation we're going to be having today. So, inside the Bud section, it's for Travelers of the Green. We have some fun marijuana-filled stories for you in the Bros section. We're just hanging out, just broing out, talking about some bullshit, what's going on. And then finally, in the superhero section, we're taking a bit of a turn again, guys. But this guy has a long flowing coat, flies through the air, can stop bullets. We're talking about Neo because today we're going to be talking about The Matrix. Mostly the first movie, but maybe some predictions for the new movie coming out on HBO soon. My name is Nick James. Today with me coming back is another great co-host who's coming back multiple times into this chair. Love having you. Everybody say hello again to Mark. Mark, say hello to everyone. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for coming and sitting down and bullshitting with me about these three things today. Thank you, everybody out there for listening. We are ready to get into the show the way we always do, which is getting inside the bud section. So in this bud section, we have a little bit of actually a plan today. It's weird. We know what we're going to talk about right now. I wanted to talk about this new device that I just got and the things I've been putting in it. And then you want to talk about it was your first experience or one of the first experiences with edibles. No, it was the first experience with edibles. Absolute first. Oh, man, that's awesome. So your story is going to be much more exciting. Let's start off with that. All right. So uh, what it was about two weeks ago, I got well, no, a little bit longer than that, probably about three weeks ago. I tried edibles for the first time. There were cookies, chocolate chip, very delicious. And I was expecting a lot of the worst just because of people telling me how like you can't control the high. You, It's just it hits you. And when it hits, it's strong and it's different. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to try these and I'm not going to like it. It's going to be a bad trip and I can't control it. And literally, I ate the cookies. I probably had two of them. And that was probably a bad idea, but it was a really good idea after when it hit. But I took them. I ate them and I was sitting there and I'm playing video games. I'm playing my one of my favorite games all times, Final Fantasy 14. And I'm playing a raid, a bunch of other people, probably like, I want to say there's like 24 other people. None of these people know I just ate edibles. They're random people that just joined up, you know, into this party. So I'm sitting there and I'm waiting. This raid is probably about like a good 45 minutes long. I'm towards the end at the last boss. And the boss starts throwing literally buildings at you, so which actually fits with this Matrix thing. But literally starts throwing buildings at you. And I sat there and felt like these buildings were literally being thrown at me. And that's when I knew it hit. And then I was like, oh, this was the wrong raid to be in right now. Because <laughs> it was a very trippy raid because there's trains that are coming at you. There's buildings. The boss is shooting like orbs at you. And there's just a lot of stuff going on. It was like too much for the high. And I was like, shit, I can't back out right now. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to just ride this high. But it was probably about the most sublime high I've ever had. It was so different. And I felt like I was not going to be in control, but I much really was. I mean, like the hit was very, like the initial hit was very strong and that was very surprising. But as time went on, it was just like, I don't know, I could walk, I could function. I don't feel like I'm a vegetable. It was like one of the best highs I've had in a very long time. And it was one, one that I was actually fearing the worst. Like, so it was enjoyable. I like what you said at the end there, and that is one of the things that I like about ingesting THC is sometimes when you hit your peak or when you when you realize that you're high on THC, in my opinion, you're at least at the peak. 
So once you've eaten edibles and you're like, oh man, am I high? From there, from my experiences, it's only on the way down. So like you said, by the time you notice, it might be a bit of an adjustment, but at least from there, you get to ride it out. I have taken other drugs where once you notice you're high, you're like, oh shit, this might have been a bad idea. And then you just keep going up and you're like, yeah, that was a bad idea. And when you notice your peak is still at least another hour away and then you get to start riding that shit down. And I do very much enjoy that, especially with THC. sounds like you had a great time with that. And yeah, that's one of the best ways to do it is in terms of like stay home, stay in, maybe turn something on and just figure out how you're going to react to it and have a good time. Exactly. I, I, that's exactly what I did. I was so afraid. I was like, I don't want to do this. When I got it, I was like, I don't want to eat it when I'm driving because if it hits me while I'm driving. Yeah, never, uh, never recommend that. I wouldn't. You know, I, I think I'm going to have to stop. I'm going to have to call some people, be like, hey, you're going to have to pick me up because I can't yeah. do this no more. Like, All of a sudden, I'm driving a spaceship. What's going on? Yeah. It's like, I'm on the magic school bus and uh, <laughs> I need to get the hell off of it. Miss Frizzle just dropped me <laughs> off at the side of the road and I need you to come get me. That's fucking funny, man. Would you try them again? Would you go for more next time? Oh, yes. I think I would try to go for maybe a stronger batch just to see how that works out. Um, if not, probably eat more than than two at a time. Um, I didn't want to go past more than two. So I probably had those cookies for a good week. So I probably had like two a day or two and a half a day. Or I meant one and a half a day. Sorry. And I didn't want to go past two because I just didn't want to. I was like, I'm feeling so good right now that I don't want to push past this and then turn a great experience into like this horrible experience. Boom, nail on the head, dude. I say that to every patient that I see. If you can always take more, you can't take less. So if you find yourself a dosage, dude, I can't even tell you. I'll probably actually steal those words from your mouth to tell the people of, you don't want to take something doing great and think like, oh, this is great, more should be great. No, no, no. More is not always the answer. Like you said, if you found yourself something that you like, ride that, dude. Don't mess with it. Good. Good. That's fun to hear. Now, I wanted to talk about I got this fun little device. I've been fucking around with concentrates a little bit more. You might have heard on the show, if you're a listener, that I have a dab rig, which is the one that you light up with the torch, the butane, and all that, and it looks a little nefarious, and it's just a little bit intimidating for people who might not no, you know, myself included, I had never done it. So I've I, never done it. It is. It's a little bit intimidating. It's a little bit crazy. And the thing that I'm about to explain with this Puffco Peak is the perfect temperature it provides that you don't get from it. So sometimes you're sitting there with your butane or your torch, I mean, on the glass and you're like, is it hot enough? Is it too hot? Is it not? You know, what am I going to do? What's going to happen? And you just kind of put your tool to it and it vaporizes. You get your hit, but you don't know exactly. The great thing about this, and this is not an ad, by the way, but fuck me, Puffco, if you're listening and you want it to be, we can hook something up. It is four settings. So when you click it on, it could be blue, green, red, or white. And then it goes from kind of hot to really hot to fucking hot to oh shit hot or something like that. So let me pause you right there. So the colors are the like the determination of how hot it's going to be? Yes. Okay. It's cool. And then so from there, it'll even tell you in the book if you want more flavor and less vaporization. So you go for lower. If you just want to like bang one big globber out, hit it all the way for hot, the white hot, the hottest it can get. And I've just been messing right in between, you know, just hot enough to get it done, but not hot enough to just burn out any tastes. Because the great thing about concentrates is all the concentrated terpenes you get in there, which provide very specific flavors. The one I'll go through as to not ramble on too long is by grassroots. 
they make some delicious flour, man. They have one of my favorites, which this is even derived from that in the concentrate. It's called garlic cookies. And this is called a garlic cookies live sugar and sauce. So it sounds pretty crazy. I'd never done a sugar before. I stuck to batters and butters and shatters before. But it just, it looks more like jelly than anything else. It is a lot more solid than I thought it was going to be because I heard sauce. So I thought it was going to be like almost liquidy in a sense. But it's not, it, it feels more like jelly. And it, has a taste on it that's indescribably delicious. It's it's wonderfully terpy. It just tastes so good, and then the effects are really nice. So as I read this off, the myrcene on this, myrcene is a terpenoid that really helps with sedation and really helps with relaxation, anti-inflammation, anti-pain, and stuff like that. And this motherfucker is coming in at 3.988, so it's 4%. It is nice. It just, that's exactly what I need when I get home. But at the same time, it also has really nice karyophylline, which is a great mood stabilizer. So you're not getting super put down by the mercy of like relaxing, but you're also sitting there like, oh man, I feel really good right now. Absolutely wonderful. If you guys can find a Puffco or a Puffco Peak Pro. So this is the other cool thing. And I don't know, get your opinion about this is would you want your phone to talk to your bowl? So how will, will it be communicating with this bowl? Are, are we thinking like a Siri kind of thing? Like, hey, turn it on. Or, pretty much, yeah. dude. It can Bluetooth to your phone. <laughs> uh-huh. this, so this is what I have. What I've been talking about is called the Puffco Peak. This, what we're talking about right now, is the Puffco Peak Pro, where I talked about our four settings in colors. With that, you could Bluetooth to your phone and then specify in what the range is. So let's just say the blue one is anywhere from, I don't know, 200 to 240, where now on your phone, you can go, no, I want that shit to be 232. And you Hmm. can like, is it on? You can turn it on and off through your phone. You can heat it up. So I guess when you walk in the door, the shit could be ready for you. Like, it's kind of cool, but at the same time, like, I'll hit the button because it saves me $100 or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's pretty nifty. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind that, especially if you you had a really long day and all you want to do is just come home and smoke. So you're just going to like, you know, you're on your way home or before you get in a car. So, you know, I'm not going to promote, you know, looking at your phone and driving. But, you know, you know, right when you get in your car, you can sit there. Hey, set it up. Heat it up. Man, where are you right when you get in? Uh, that's not bad at all. I mean, there's co- there's there's barbecue cookers that do that now. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then you can know your precise heating and everything. So if you are one of those people who likes to search for the perfect temperature, that one might be a little bit better on you. But being my first time, I'm very happy with not using the blowtorch, with taking away all that guessing work and just, you just rip it. It's amazing. So for people that don't, like myself, who have not ever used anything, do these things get hot as in the sense like, do you feel like you can burn yourself or if... You know, in the case of like this pro version, do you like, does it get hot set? Like, oh crap, my house could catch on fire because I didn't make it back in time. To, you know, <laughs> No, I don't think anything like that. Could you burn yourself? Yes. Would you have to be trying? Absolutely. Oh, okay. So as you hold it, nothing. The only place that gets hot is where you then dump your concentrate. So yes, if you turn it on and stick your pinky in there like it was a thimble, shit's going to burn. But no, other oh, yeah, than that, I don't wax. think that, like if you tip it over, there is water in it. So there might be the smell factor, like if you knocked over any type of water pipe. But no, I, w- I would say it would have to, because it even turns itself off after a certain amount of time. Oh, okay. So that there's safety features in, in spot. 
yeah. and, and, and there. Yeah, oh, it's a yeah. session mode. So you just turn it on and it runs its session and then it turns itself off. Oh, so there we go. So if anybody who has anxiety and worries about electronics catching on fire on you, now we know. Yeah, really quick charge time and then you're good for quite some time in between. It's it's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, because I'm the type of person that I run around my whole house just to make sure that everything's off. Yeah. Before yeah, I so leave. That's great for you. Yeah, <laughs> so perfect. Yeah, that, that works out. Yeah. What are you guys smoking on out there if you're listening? What kind of new products are you picking up? What first times did you just have? Leave comments down below. You can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. All those fun things would be great, but we are going to close on out of this bud section and open up into the bro section. We're just hanging out some more. So the bro section is a little bit more of a getting to know you, getting to talk, and just being with each other a little bit more. So just going to open this up a little bit more simple of how's your week going? What's been going on? Um... So last time we spoke, uh, I didn't have another child yet. It was still in the tummy. So uh, <laughs> still baking. Yeah, it was still in the oven. Uh, so now we have a uh, another child now, four months now. So um, she's growing up good. A um, little bit of scares because you know we're in the COVID time. So you know, obviously, it's a lot different. So we have three other children, and the worries are are a lot different now. Like it's just. It's odd. I, I can't. It's hard to describe. It's just your your brain is always on like this, this like defensive mode. Especially when you're out in public and there's people and they're like, "Oh, that's a cute baby." It's like, no, step back from my baby. I don't know what you got. <laughs> you know, like like it's it, a different it, world, dude. Absolutely, yeah. so, we're bending over a. I don't even know if people use bassinets anymore, but looking into a carriage and going, "Look at this kid," and getting well within six inches of it was a normal every. Nobody yeah. would think twice, and now you're right. Of like, don't fucking do that shit. Yeah. So it, it's it's becoming very odd, and it's just, and it's it's just a different experience in, in total. It's like uh, I I just feel weird, you know. Like I I want certain things, and then I'm afraid of certain things for her. But um, probably it's just all over soon. But it's just those experiences is just like you know you get that cute old lady and she's like oh you have such a beautiful baby it's like yeah but stay six feet please you know exactly like, yeah, yeah no pinching any cheeks here ma'am like keep your fucking hands to yourself where were they so i feel that a little bit and how is everybody else reacting the three other children everybody's happy to be once well, again a big sister they are experiencing it actually very well um that's awesome Good very especially especially the youngest who was te- you know was the baby of the group so you know she's actually handling it actually a lot better than what was ever expected um so kudos to her you know when you get ever get old enough to hear this yeah exactly. <laughs> you know? i'm sure that's the first thing she's she's gonna do is go back and be like i heard you were on these things they're archaic they were called podcasts yeah uh-huh we just beam information into our head now, Dad. But I'll listen to it one day. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I'm if he get in my flying car and fuck off now. Yeah. If Elon Musk has his way, we all have that neural link. Yeah. Yeah. No. If William Shatner can go into space, I mean, now we are turning fantasy into reality. We sent a yeah. man who pretended to go into space into space. That's pretty fucking meta. Yeah. We also sent Amazon guy, dude. I forget what is it, Jeff Bezos? Yeah, <laughs> up in, the, in this space. Is what yeah, I like yeah, to call yeah, him. he is. I, I thought the same thing. I was like, "This motherfucker's Lex Luthor." This their- is some comic book shit we're living <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. And then, how are you healing up? I think we talked about two one of the times that you've had your foot been out of commission, but we've got some update. Uh, yeah. So I've been cleared uh, to go back to work. Um, actually, a little bit of shenanigans on that one because. Uh, they were telling me, oh, yeah, your foot's broken, and it's going to be like possibly a year 
for it to fully heal. And yet they're going to send me back to uh, my job, which is quite physical. Uh, and I'm like, you sure? Because you know I will sue you if I break this foot even more. So I'm like, are you positive that this is like the route you want to take? As much as I'm bored and as much as I would like to do some type of activity other than sitting at home and playing video games, like I'm also worried about this foot because I only got one foot. You can't replace it. I mean, you can. But you only got one right foot. Yeah. I only have the one that I was born with. Right. So, you know. Well, you like, got the other one as well. Yeah. Yeah, that one's still good, right? That mm-hmm. one was Yeah, the, okay. the, the left one's fine. The left one's fine. Yeah, so it's, but it still is like, uh, you know, I'm pretty attached to the right foot too. You know, so I was like, well, you know, I don't want that gone. Um, but other than that, I was just like, I, I it just took me back. The whole medical system kind of, the whole medical system just kind of blew me away. And I can't tell if that's possibly because of, uh, you know, COVID times, and you're just trying to rush people out the door. Like, here, yeah, we'll take your insurance money and not leave. Correct. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I don't know. Let me come in for one more x ray. Yeah. You know, well, actually, it was an x ray per visit. So, you know, I'm sure they were seeing good money for my insurance. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> so, but other than that, I guess, uh, you know, it's just good that, you know, I'm cleared to walk. I got, uh, you know, cushions in my shoes now. The only problem is I got to wear ugly shoes for, you know, a while. I don't think they're ugly. I think they're kind of cool. Oh, I like these. Yeah. Well, once these wear down, you know, who knows what ugly thing I'm going to put on my feet. You know, but um, other than that, it's, it's good that I can walk. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like I'm, I was chasing the kids the other day, you know, just because I could. Yeah. And then, then it started hurting. And then I was like, oh, I felt old at that point. I was like, huh? Almost my back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like stop, my foot. Guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, but um, other than that, it's been pretty good. There's a patient at work who comes in darn near close to daily. Wonderful human being. Had a broken foot. And I've been there now long enough to watch the whole cycle of like, he was on crutches with a full cast, then on crutches with a little boot. And then when he walked in the other day, walked in, I was like, oh, shit. Just like I couldn't even contain myself. Yeah. And then today he was in. And he's like, dude, I get to wear my own shoe tomorrow or whatever the fuck it was. And I was like, this is crazy, man. We've been on such an adventure together. I hope you have a great day. No, that's great that he, you know, he, he got better. I mean, for me, it's one of those things where the doctors told me like, because uh, mine wasn't a full break. It was a fracture. And where it's at is just like horrible blood flow. And they were like, well, you can't smoke. And I was like, smoke anything? <laughs> you know? But like, they were like, yeah, yeah, you just, it's like tobacco. Tobacco apparently has like a, an adverse um, effect in your oxygen and blood, which is probably obvious. Constrict for some, veins, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. So uh, uh, the healing process and then where the, where the fracture is, it already sees like really bad, you know, blood flow. So I was just like, um, it's one of those things where they're just like, yeah, you can have this for the rest of your life, or it can be one of those things where it will heal. And I'm just like, but no surgery? Like, you can't fix it for me? Like, again, it's just one of those things. Odd. Yeah, it's just, it's, 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 it's one of those things where I just, it threw me off. I was flabbergasted. I was, I was, I was more surprised with the edibles. And that, like, and more satisfied with that than I am with the doctors who just told me, like, yeah, good luck. We'll figure out. it out. Don't worry. We'll see how you're feeling. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. Anything else fun going on? Um, Let's see here. Eh, I'm, you know, trying to do the CDL thing. Um, Other than that, 
I, I, when I when I tell you when I go through that experience, I will let you know. So, but for right now, I'm in like the beginning processes of that one. Nice. But um, other than that, no. I mean, I'm actually what when I came in today, I was more interested in your experiences with your job and you know hearing about your adventures and you know as someone who's a constant listener to the podcast, you know as much as I'm on there too. I mean, I listen to myself which is odd sometimes to hear myself speak, but I find it odder if you didn't listen to your own episodes or even like the fact that you don't exclusively listen to your own episodes is fucking funny. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I, it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, being on a podcast. Well, you know what? We'll cover that. Being on a podcast is, is quite odd for me because on a, on a Twitch or YouTube spectrum of covering video games or just playing video games and having people watch you, I don't have to have my face here. And though in the podcast, no one sees my face either. Um, it's all reaction. So for me in a video game, I'm mostly like reacting to what I'm seeing versus here right now, we are literally just coming up with things in our mind. And it's, it's our, it's a, it's in a form of art because we're just coming up with things in our mind and somehow we're making this entertaining for viewers that want to listen to versus in the gaming world. It's all reaction. So the art has already been made. Now I'm just adding to the art. So it, I'm just fine-tuning it at that point. It's a nice way to put it. Yeah, I see exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. That's nice. So it, it's just, it's it's different. So to hear me react to a video game, I don't typically listen to my YouTube videos unless I'm editing them, editing them or like once I do a Twitch and I try to form it into YouTube, um, I'm only listening to snippets and I'm just, kind of more critiquing myself like oh i dragged on too long on that segment you know i <laughs> cut that one out and then like it's just and then constantly having to like bleep yourself for youtube you know so well, that's always great um but it, it's just different it's just everything's different with the podcast i i i enjoy podcasts if i could game and podcast at the same time it would be something i would do but since you always have to react, so if I'm playing a horror game, it's hard to narrate and then yeah. talk and come up and yeah, yeah. So because that would be fun, yeah. If you could play a game while also you know giving history on it and backstory and shit like that, but at the same time, oh like yeah. out of nowhere, something would happen and yeah, like you're exactly. trying to throw, so, just so stop. You you could be playing, you know, oh front. motherfucker, that guy came out of nowhere yeah. and yeah, I see what you saw. That's so funny. Yeah, you could be playing a horror game and next thing you know, you know, zombie pops out, starts biting your neck, and you're, you get scared shitless. Yeah. So you know, there goes you know whatever thing you're saying out the window and i have a horrible memory so if i was sitting there telling you about a video game so i'm gonna sit there and talk about like, let's say what's new coming out what's a new hard uh resident evil so resident evil is coming out with a new movie i want to think of something a new live action like movie I just heard something. yes yeah, a new right? live action movie so if yeah. i was gonna go down the path and give you history of resident evil and the next thing you know i'm playing resident evil and then nemesis comes out of nowhere and starts trying to fucking shoot me with a rocket launcher and then there's a fucking liquor, which I don't know if you know what a liquor is, but they're, they're scary ass looking things. I hardly even know her. <laughs> you know, so it, it's, it, it comes down to the sense where, you know, like that fear right there will throw me off to the sense where like, whatever I was just talking about the video game. It's out of your head. That's it's, gone. Yeah, it, it's gone. It's like, yeah, a bunch of college kids made that. Go, Holy fuck. There's, yeah. you know, everything. And like, uh, no, I don't play very many <laughs> games, but I do know when it gets harder, I tend to clam up, believe it or not. Like, yeah. I won't say anything, so I'll just be there trying to beat it. So it'd just be long pauses of just like, 
All right, sorry about that. You know, just had to take that out for a little bit. Oh, well, there's a lot of, like, Twitch and YouTubers that do that. Um, but uh, they tend to sit there and I guess the way that they do is they interact more harder after okay. that pause. I used to do that myself where I used to pause in between, a, like, concentrating on the part of, like, oh, shit, everyone's, you know what? Stop the comic extension, the extension, you know, whatever. But yeah, I'm, you know, and then I'm just concentrating at that point. Um, I guess you just grow out of that and then you just keep talking and talking because then you just start talking about what you're thinking in your mind. Like, oh, fuck, I, if I go this way, this is going to happen. If I go that way, this is what's going to happen. And I'm like, I have four bullets and nothing else. You know, like you start talking to yourself. I actually even doing when I'm not doing my podcast, which annoys my fiance. Because she'll be trying to sleep, and the kids will be trying to sleep, and the baby's trying to sleep, and I'm sitting there narrating, and I'm not even <laughs> recording anything, but I'm narrating everything I'm doing and what I'm thinking out loud, and then I'm cursing at people. Correct. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, that's funny as fuck, dude. What's been going on in everybody else's week, guys? Is anything fun happening? Once again, going to hit you up to hit up the comment section or tweet us any fun internet things. But that does mean we are wrapping up this section inside the bros. So we are going to now enter into the superheroes. That's right, guys. Take a giant plug, stick it in the back of your head because we're entering the Matrix. Or if you like to, pick which pillow would you like to take, the red or the blue? So going back a little bit in time, dude, it's crazy to read this now as I'm really looking at all these facts. This came out in 1999. Coming in at 2 hours and 16 minutes, I've got a little IMDb bio here for anybody who doesn't know what the Matrix is. When a beautiful stranger leads computer hacker Neo to a forbidding underworld, he discovers the shocking truth. The life he knows is an elaborate deception of an evil cyber intelligence. Man, it's not the best wrap-up, but it's not bad. What do you no. think? I mean, does it sum the story up? I guess so. <laughs> I mean, would you, I think that kind of actually just gives you the whole story arc of the whole thing. So it kind of like gives away the whole mystery <laughs> right there. It's like, A little bit, yeah. yeah. Starring Keanu Reeves as Neo, Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus, Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity, Hugo Weaving as Agent Smith, and many more, I think, to go into every single one. But there are a ton of other people in there. Well, great cast. It all plays off each other really well. When I went back and watched it, it doesn't exactly feel like a 1999 movie. Super duper ahead of its time. And the one thing that you brought up in the notes that we can even just jump into that's not exactly about the movie is the motherfucking impact that this movie had on media for like the next five years. Yep. When you go and watch any other movie from 1999 or 2000, there's a motherfucker bending backwards, spinning through time, dodging something. Yes, or they're wearing like the, the sunglasses and they're, they're there's all decked always out in something. black. Yep, they're wearing a trench coat, you know. They're just speaking like uh, Keanu Reeves in the movie. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so also kind of keeping in topic a little bit here of superheroes is that I heard that that's why the X-Men from the original movie look like they do rather than how they quote unquote should from the comic book because that movie just hit and they're like, I don't know, dude's hot. Leather's hot right now. Let's just go with dark black leather and, you know, we'll keep it X-Men, but they're going to dress like they're in the Matrix. Oh, yeah. I'm sure computer sales even blew up back then, too. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> But just a huge impact on that of the style of slow-mo being put into stuff. 
so many ripoffs. One of the funniest ones I can think of, of course, is Scary Movie. They did it. The next one is Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, where there's a cow and he shoots milk out of his udders or her yes. udders and he uh, dodges that. I could think of Jimmy Neutron just in cartoons that, you know, copied off of it. Yep. You know, Jimmy Neutron. I want to say Danny Phantom maybe might have done it as well. Um, they I'm, definitely stole the 360 camera slice. Yes, yeah, they, they definitely did. took the that from that. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, I, I I'm sure there's so many more. I just they're not just coming to me at the moment. I know Jimmy Neutron was one of them because I think it was really hilarious. But I I, I, I feel like it was carrots or something. Maybe that was Timmy Turner as well. Because those yeah, I think that was Timmy Turner because they were supposed to eat vegetables and he was dodging the vegetables. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, dude, that movie touched just about everything. It blew up what we knew about making movies. Uh, a lot of great special effects are put into it because. What we said in it is that machines have, they need us human beings to make batteries, not to make batteries, but to be batteries. Yes, to be the batteries. So they have created the matrix, which is the world you might be sitting in right now to look and feel like what we should have so we could stay in these pods and create electricity for their lives to run up. So eventually, real people get their way out. They find out, and this movie is all about stopping said machines and getting all these people out. And Morpheus has been looking for the one, and the one ends up being Neo, because it's a it's it's one, but an anagram for it. Yes, you see what they did there? Yeah. Whoa, his real name is Mister Anderson, but we eventually knows. No, he is the one. He comes out, and we did spoil a movie, but. Eventually breaks three. There's two more sequels, and we are eventually going to talk about the fourth one yes. soon to come out. But before we do that, I got to ask the famous question. The other thing that's kind of been ripped off is Morpheus explained everything I just did and said, opens one hand. Here's a blue pill. Blue pill, you wake up. None of this shit happened automatically. It's just like Zequil, apparently. Red pill is a little bit different. It ends up being a tracker. They pull him out of the Matrix. It's how the movie goes. Even knowing what the Matrix is, the same exact thing is happening to you. Almost beat for beat, you're sitting in the same red leather chair. Okay, I want to imagine you in sunglasses with two pills in front of you. Boom, boom. <laughs> I mean, are you doing it? Which one? Are you taking my z or are you waking up? Um, if I know what's going on. a hundred, Dude, like, I mean, it's like, almost 100% like the movie. Okay, so if I know what's going on, I probably definitely take the blue pill, though it would be very scary. Like I would, I would do that very hesitantly. Um, but at the same time, I would take that blue pill just because I could download anything I want into my mind. The red one then. What? Yeah. Is it blue that puts you to sleep and red that wakes you up? The red that like a hundred percent wakes you up. Blue makes you think that this was still a dream. I thought. Oh uh, yeah. I might not have it mixed up. Okay. You might be correct. I might be mixed up as well. Uh, I just, again, I'm going by night quill day quill rules where NyQuil was blue, so maybe the red one? I don't know. Good point. Yeah. We do have this fancy thing in this house called the internet, and we can done go and look it up for you. Uh, okay. So it says here, red pill, blue per, uh, pill refer to the choice between willingness to learn a potential unsettling or life-changing truth. So the blue one is also is the life-changing truth. So, yes, it would be the blue one. I would be taking the blue one. Gotcha. So, my Z-Quill analysis is switched. Yes. Now, I'll at least remember for all that. Um. So, yes, I would take the blue one just because I can download anything I want into my mind. 
And if I could freely go between the Matrix and the real world, I'd probably still live in the Matrix, like most of like the AIs and you know other people that are aware of the Matrix, but they still choose to live in the Matrix. But I would have like I would basically be a Stephen Hawking's without the wheelchair, and then a Kung Fu master because you could download whatever you want in your mind. That is a fun part of it. One of my favorite scenes is, you know, it's right after the scene that we're talking about with the flying bullets and then Trinity comes up and dodge this and shoots him. They see a helicopter and he goes, you know how to fly that thing? And she goes, not yet. Takes out a phone. Her eyes do that weird blinking thing as her operator downloads it. And she's like, got you. Let's go. Yeah. As it does. I would you know, know every language yeah. written and spoken. That would be so cool, dude. Imagine just knowing everything. Yeah, I would listen in on conversations. Just they're like, "Hey, this white guy doesn't know what we're saying," and then I'd be like in their language, like, "Yeah, I did, motherfucker," and just leave. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. Just been like, "Oh, by the way," in the, in their language, no. especially with like a perfect dialect or shit like that. Also, kung fu would be fun. Yeah, and then too, I'd want to know if we can like bend the rules of reality. You that, know, we do get point. the fact that Neo at the end flies. So, like, can I learn to firebend and shit? You know what I mean? Like, can yeah. I really just break all of everything for that? Because yeah. that'd be pretty fucking cool. It's like, can I be Thor? Like, for, for some odd reason, can I be Thor? Also, if that is the case, could you be any superhero that you want? Yeah. If you can bend the Matrix in, in a sense... You could be any superhero that you want. Like one day you're like, "Hey, I'm just gonna be the Hawk." Yeah. Well, you know, you know, there you go. You just download information about the Hawk and you bend the reality. To be um, stronger, to be faster, to leap. Yeah. yeah, I don't see why not. You know, the only only uh, weird thing is that you know, if you kill someone in the Matrix, they get flushed out in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then they have to start feeding the other people. That's yeah. another fucked up line with more. Uh, yeah, Lawrence Fishburne is explaining. He's like. I've seen the dead liquefied to feed the living. And you're just like, oh, Jesus. Some horror movie. Like you said, you even no. went do, 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 do. Like <laughs> it is a Twilight Zone of a fucking movie. It, it's a movie that definitely messes with your. It's a great movie, great action movie. But if you're either stoned or you're a type of person that looks into a, like very deeply into things, it's a movie that's going to send you down that rabbit hole. It's going to send you. Far beyond the rabbit hole, you will probably hit the core of the earth type of deals. So it was directed by the Wachowskis. I'm just going to say that at the, I'm just going to say that to avoid any, any confusion, a pair of siblings who made this movie, not only made this movie, wrote this movie as well. But did a bunch of other ones like Cloud Atlas. Uh, I really wanted to talk really quickly about fucking Speed Racer. <laughs> did you ever see that flick? Uh, we made talking? a Neil Hirsch Speed Racer. The like, live action Speed yeah. Racer. Yes. I, Christina Ricci, John Goodman. Dude, yeah. that movie is trippy as fuck. One time, it was the only time I ever tried robo tripping. If you haven't heard of it, don't do it. It's fucking bad news bears. Anyway. I tried it, but I did something totally wrong. I, I did NyQuil and DayQuil. You and just went to bed. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. What what happened is I did go to bed. But when I woke up, I woke up on the toilet with Robotus and shit coming out of my asshole. Like literally panker than day. Robotus and pink, watery, like faucet water coming out your butt. And it was my body flushing the system yeah. from it. And I was like, oh no, never again. 
Yeah, never again for me as well. Did it once, tried it once. This was the time. Watched that, but it was trippy. The movie is super high in CGI and stuff like that. Super duper creative, and I love that one too. I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with the fourth one. So really quickly, I guess we should go through so we can talk about the first one was all about getting Neo out, and the second and third are almost one giant movie. Yes. Before... Harry Potter made it cool to make like the Deathly Hallows part one and two, and then other suits would follow that. Yeah. They kind of made it two movies, but if you really look at it, you can't watch either of them and get fulfilled. You have to. I, I really yeah. consider them one big flick. You definitely got to watch Reloaded and then what's that? Trinity? Revelations. Revelations, yes. And then you, you literally do have to watch them back to back. And I, I, I didn't watch them when I was younger, like when they first came out. Obviously, it was 1999. For the first one, yeah. Let me double check the date for the second. So obviously I didn't watch the first one right when it came out. I was too young. I think, unfortunately, you know, my parents haven't always been cited with having some of the greatest supervision when it came to my monitoring of media. So rated R at nine years old, I don't think they batted an eye because there's no sex or anything. You know, it's all just people shooting each other, which is, I don't know. they. I'm almost positive I can remember watching it. We were on vacation in a hotel room, not even vacation. My dad had to work somewhere. I can't remember why, but it was cold. So maybe it was in and around Y2K. So maybe I was just about 10 and we had to go make sure that, like, that the world wasn't going to end or whatever the fuck. And we watched this. So I was like 10 and I was just like, this is fucking mind blowing. <laughs> Reloaded then came out in 2003. So a four year turnaround, which isn't really bad. And then Revolutions came out in 2003 as well they they did both in the same year did i just read the same thing twice no they both came out in the same year so they were really meant to be back-to-back flicks i think they were like six months apart now that i'm trying to rethink about it i just remember seeing one of them in the front row having to crane my neck because we got there late yeah i think i watched the last one in theaters nice um first one i think i watched on a rerun on sci-fi nice you know and was it still spelled s-c-i-f-i yes fucking lazy fucks went to s-y-f-y <laughs> yeah so you know it's the original spelling um and when people don't know what sci-fi is or the channel itself is back in the cable times for you youngins <laughs> yeah go look up face off watch a few episodes of that if you can that show is all about movie makeup yeah. so good yeah it was good yeah. you've watched it yeah, yeah I'm talking to everybody out there like if they're like sci-fi i will look this up watch some face off it is it is mad good it is just amazing to see them create mask and i think they even did um some um uh, animatronics they well. were they, yeah for the last few ones they were able yeah. to go big and they did a lot of cool stuff busts beyond that full body makeup stilts shit like that very very impressive show really awesome shit yeah. um getting back to the matrix i guess in the first one yeah you're right you know it's all about getting you know neo out of the matrix which you know like the more creepier things that you get is like the the creature uh, you know, the the agents put in the Neo. Into his belly button? Yeah, that yeah. was fucked up, dude. I still don't touch my belly button without thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a, oh. oh. Yeah, I, that, that's such a cringe moment. Like, it even, really is. Even, and his mouth disappears in that yes. scene, too. Like, that's another fucked up thing. Uh, I, I think, like, the whole concept of that is, like, they could literally be anybody. So, right now, I could be talking to you on this podcast, and let's say, for some odd reason, there's they some... They take me out. They Well, they not even just you take over. you out. Take Boom. you over. You know, actually, I'm just going to hear you sit there and scream like a an AOL dial-up. 
<laughs> you know, the sound. That then, was the sound when they took over. Yeah. People was fucking dial up almost. Yeah. That'd be funny if it really was that. Yeah. You know, and, and he just halfway changed, but it was still the real person's legs. And he's like, sorry, I'm on the modem. And the other person starts trying to run away, but he's running the other way. Yeah. Sorry. That was a dumb joke, but I thought it was kind of funny. No, that's fine. I'm sure that. <laughs> <laughs> or if he just did it right down the half, and it's just the other guy going like, "What's going on?" Oh, like a two face guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, it uploaded wrong. But yeah, so like there, there was definitely some moments that just blew you away in the first movie, especially as that you know, that's the first time you watch. It. Like if anyone who has doesn't even know of the Matrix and is listening right now, you can actually watch um, all three on the HBO uh, now. Um, so if you don't know, there's just. The scenes are pretty much that you were living. They're literally blowing up Neo's mind to the sense like it, he's thinking he he's living in the real world. He's alive. He's a real person, which technically he is, but he isn't. And because really, yeah. he's in a pod somewhere. Yeah, and he's really just a simulation of himself in a simulation. And they're like Morpheus is you know blowing up his mind. Um, the clues that they leave them are all Alice in Wonderland type of, of clues. Uh, that's a down the rabbit hole. That's yeah. a good fucking point, dude. Holy shit, with the white rabbit and everything. Good yeah. call. Yeah. So everything is is referenced to Alice in Wonderland for the first movie, uh, sending him down the rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, they're just, that, the whole movie is pretty much just mind fucking Neo and letting him know, like, yeah. You're the one, bro. We got to get you out. You're going to fight a bunch of robots. And that's what the second ones are about. Yeah. In there, we do get some awesome Hugo Weaving, like I said, plays Agent Smith. And what a great character. So he gets destroyed at the end of the first movie and somehow brought back, but not a part of the Matrix. He also wants to take down the Matrix. Yes. And he wants to be free. And he gets so many good lines. So really, the finale is Neo saying, hey, the Matrix you don't like Smith. I don't like Smith. Let's just take him out together. And mm-hmm. the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And then just, you know, we'll just keep going. You stop attacking Zion, which is like one of the last colonies of true unplugged out of the matrix human beings. And you just keep doing that over there and we'll, we'll stay away and blah, blah, blah. And that's what really the second two movies are all about is that realization of what's going on with Smith. And then, Everybody gets turned into a Smith by the end of the movie. Yeah, so pretty much that's a fucking badass looking scene, though. Yeah, it is cool. Smith is basically a virus at that point because God if, damn you, right. if, if in Reload they sit there and they tell you uh, his uh, Neo's coding mixes with Smith's coding, and that's why Smith becomes like he reincarnates basically back to himself, but uh, he resurrects. That's a better word. Resurrects back and. But he's now mixed with Neo's coding and then his agent coding. So now he's somewhat like being the one because he has part, like basically copied some of Neo's, you know, coding. So he has somewhat the capabilities of being the one. But at the same but, time, he's still yeah. an agent. So he's still part of the cog of the system. So he's basically a virus affecting everybody else in the world. And he's, you know, making everyone be like him because he's narcissistic and he likes the way he looks. Um, so it, it goes on to that sense. The, the interesting concepts is just when like Neo meets the, the creator 
or the architect. I think that was his appropriate name. The, the architect. man with the thesaurus is yes. what we should call him because that guy knew more seven syllable words than almost <laughs> any other fucking person. Yeah. Very yeah. confusing to watch that scene, but overall and on balance, he kind of gives an eerie statement of like, you're not even the first, the one, you know, I've done this shit a bunch. Yeah. Pretty much alluding to, in my opinion, a Jesus Christ reference or maybe a montage, not a montage, a simile of sorts, I guess, of like, you know, he the last guy who said he was the one could walk on water, I think, is the line or something crazy like yeah. that. So he is definitely like mind bending. It was definitely one of those things of like the multiverse uh, type of thing. Uh, to me, when I saw the architect, number one, cool scene. Secondly, I was like, why is he dressed like Colonel Sanders? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That guy doesn't eat or drink anything in that fucking suit. I love Scary Movie 3 and a shout out to the great George Carlin. So uh, Anna Faris eventually goes into a lighthouse where she has her scene, like exactly like this. You know, it is a parody movie. So imagine that. And it's George Carlin playing him. And he's like, you know, I'm only here with this chair. I've named her Lola. She's warm and she vibrates. And then she's like, stop. And like the scene continues. But that's the first thing I think of, too, is like, yes, you were wearing white. And I do think about George Carlin fucking a chair a little bit. Yeah. But like that scene, definitely when he meets the architect is is definitely a, a trippy one. Like, imagine if someone you are in the majors or even if you're not in the majors, even like right now in the real world, somehow you find a way to see multiple versions of yourself and the exact same situation that you're right in right at the at this moment and each one of them just has a different response like they look just like you the only like slight differences is that the way they react to things it's looking into the multiverse yeah Yeah, it'd be like meeting the watcher or something like that you know in our society if that comic book reference didn't hit be like meeting a deity of sorts you know we would call it a god of sorts or uh, the architect the maker yeah so it's pretty it, fucking trippy yeah they yeah. definitely went on a few different cues throughout yeah. a few different religions if you ask me i mean you got the oracle um the oracle is pretty trippy i mean i don't know what happened to the original oracle in the first movie that they had to change her and i think reloaded. that was an actress thing and they played it off with like oh well the code rewrites itself all the time now i would just really quickly sorry to cut you off i have added quote-unquote bake your noodle into my everyday vocabulary since 1999 now i love saying that (laughs) neo breaks up so he meets the oracle and she says to him don't worry about the vase and in response neo goes what vase and goes and looks for it in turn knocking it over breaking the vase and he goes holy shit i'm sorry and she says i told you not to worry about it and he's just looking around and she lights a cigarette and she says now what's really gonna bake your noodle later is would you still have broken it if i didn't say anything and he gives a pause of just like, and she just keeps smoking a cigarette. Anyway, I use like, I'm looking at him like, yeah, I don't know. I was trying to figure that out. Just baking my noodle, man. <laughs> yeah. See, if I was like someone who was part of the Matrix, like we were saying, like if that was a real thing, I think the Oracle would probably annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you already know the answer. No, bitch, tell me the answer because I don't, like, like I just want to know. Like, don't play these mind games with me. I just want to know what the answer is so I can fix what's happening. <laughs> Once like, again, I'm sorry to be drawn to Scary Movie 3, but they took a lot from The Matrix to make that one, apparently, where yeah. Queen Latifah is the Oracle and Eddie Griffith is playing Morpheus. 
and like Anna Ferris is talking to her and she's finishing all her sentences and she's like, this is getting annoying. Yeah. And he goes, getting annoying. I catch shit for women I ain't even slept with yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was actually, I was like, I played that scene in my head and that's why I was like laughing like that. Um, Yeah. Like that is a, He's a really to watch great scene. the game and she's just like the Lakers win by four and he just turns off. Like, I love that <laughs> scene as well. The third one is the last good scary movie. A hundred percent. Yeah. This is definitely before they started, like, it became, oh. yeah, it went straight downhill. So it's, bad. It's, uh, well, it was another great one. Like, it had a great spoofs. Not another teen movie. That is one of, yes, if not my favorite other spoof franchise, that one is fucking hysterical. Yeah. One after the other. And then the fact that they were able to bring, like, Molly Ringwald into it mm-hmm. to have her share and just be like, oh, we've been making fun of you this whole time. And she's like, I know, it's fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love that little tip of the hat of, like, it's wonderful. Like she said something like, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "Yeah." You know, almost yeah. like I, I've been in this kind of role. I love that fucking movie. You're right. It's like it's like uh, singers who let Weird Al act the Akavish. That's you exactly know? what it is. You know, and and they they actually from like if he acts, it, they don't even like question. They're like, "Yeah, yeah, take the music and do a spoof. Go ahead, have fun with it." Like I give you that right. You know, and it's it's just wonderful that they're. There are singers and actors out there that are like, yeah, I know my role was, you know, I, I liked my role, and I understand that the story, you could twist it to be a little silly, and I'm not going to have any problems with that, you know? And that's what Molly did, yeah. yeah. It's fucking fun. Um, again, we keep, like, sidetracking right off the matrix, because there's so many things that were spoof from it that we keep you we know reminiscing. About it. that's how we open the story of like yeah. it has touched modern culture in a way of maybe you haven't even seen it but you know the scene in which we talked exactly. about bending back the oracle and different like neo and yeah. having that i was just watching clerk's cartoon in the last episode that never even actually aired has a strong matrix riff on it and shit like that that's how ingrained in the cultural dna it became and has stuck so much so that all these years later so what are we talk about 2013 it's about to be 2022 we're almost coming on 10 years later of a number decade. four is going to come out like that's pretty cool dude what are your expectations for number four uh, my expectations for number four. So with number four, I'm expecting it's one thing I found odd in the last movie. So like you were saying, when he was talking to the Doc Ock robots, and that's why I like to confer them as Doc Ock the robots. Squiddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny as fuck, dude. Their tentacles look exactly yeah. like his arms. Funny yeah. as shit. Go. So, you know, and he, he's, you know, confronting them about, you know, Mr. Smith or Agent Smith. Um, he is blind. He can only now see light. And in those lights, there's numbers. To me, I found that odd. Because weren't you in the Matrix? And that makes sense that they can see that. like when the But people- in the real world, yes. Why would they still be numbers? Yeah. Why guess, would they still be code? Numbers? I don't know. That's I, a good fucking point. Jeez. But by technicality, he saw Trinity in numbers. Yep. So that would make the sense to me, at least in my mind, this is how I, how I compute it, is... He is in a simulation of a simulation because that's the only way I can see why you would still see numbers. Like, it would make sense to me if he was like, I see their souls, and they, they got, here's a little ghost figure, you know, of their, their essence or aura, but not to see the same numbers, thing correct, that, that you the, see in the Matrix. That you see in the Matrix. Hmm. Very fucking interesting. I would like to see that explained. We definitely see, I think that you're spot on with. 
a simulation in a simulation. So I somehow believe that they have been put back into the Matrix. And not only are in the Matrix, but are super deep in the Matrix. Yeah. Like they're being monitored more than anybody else. Maybe that was just something that happened at the end because we do, at the end of the movie, get the architect meeting up with the, what do we just call her? Like six billion times. Oracle. Thank you. And even the little kid who I forget how that worked out into it. There was like a little child who ended up oh yes it, that he met at the, the train the, station that yeah, never the, went anywhere of the mother and sitting father between were program. yeah i don't remember that whole story but anyway they're all there in a beautiful new world where not everybody is agent smith neo has done it and now all of a sudden this new movie's coming out where like we see neo and trinity and we're like so those are my expectations of like oh man somehow they made a deal to get back in the matrix and maybe they weren't ever supposed to meet and now they're just they're too attracted to each other you know just Physically, and not like, oh, I'm physically attracted. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Almost like goddamn gravity. They can't stay apart from each other. And that's what the story will be of like, oh, shit. Yeah, I remember this. Like, we're not supposed to be here. Whoa. Yeah. Or the events of, you know, one, two, and three never happened. And they kind of hit the reset button on that one. And we're going to now see the Matrix unfold where Neo knows everything. That's but so does the too. architect and the oracle, which will probably make it even more confusing. <laughs> you know, but you know they pretty much had to reset so he could save Trinity. Yeah, very because, interesting. You know, I, I mean that's that's one way. I mean, I just to me it's just like I, I feel like he's in a simulation of a simulation, and maybe it was just like, yeah, we wanted to see what would happen if we created an AI, and this is what happened, and now we know, and now we don't have the AI anymore. But now the AI is hacking the simulation. You know, like our real world. So I don't know. I, I mean, I this is what I just presume just from watching like all the movies. And then if I really want to mind fuck myself, I'm thinking he's in the simulation of a simulation. Anything could happen. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's <laughs> so, it's definitely looking cool. And luckily, we don't really have to wait too long. We're just waiting another few months. Yes. Really, dude. Just 12, 22, 21. So if you notice, that goes the same forwards and backwards. One, two, 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 one. Yeah, they so did. I like that they chose a palindrome. You know, that's very Wachowski's yep. of being strange and just doing that. Because yeah. of course, too, that's somewhat code. I know there is no twos in it, but whatever. It reminds me of code all the same. Yeah, uh, it will maybe no. It definitely will be available on HBO Max, or you can go see it in theaters. Probably going to do HBO Max because I'll probably be working that day and just want to come home and rather watch it that way. Looking like everybody's coming back. Also getting a Christina Ricci role in here. Jessica Henwick's joining. It's really going to be fun. We get Yaya Abdul-Mateen is going to be the new Morpheus. Yes, because apparently he's not. I think there was like a disagreement or payment or whatever. Probably. So, yeah, when I said everybody's coming back, I basically just meant Keanu Reeves as Neo and Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity. If I bet he'll get the same kind of remake that we just talked about with the Oracle of like, yeah. well, the Matrix has many different ways of rearranging my... Yeah. Bullshit, blah, blah, blah. So that'll be fun to see. Neil Patrick Harris, we get a big role inside of uh, the trailer. We see a lot of him, and now I'm just reading Jada Pinkett-Smith also going to come back. She was Niobe, played her big role in number two and a little bit more yeah. in number three. So that's exciting. I'm I'm super-duper excited for it. I think yeah. it's going to be good. I like that the, most of the original creators are coming back. They've gone through a 
great amount of growth since then. Personally, they've gone through a great amount of growth as making films. So, I mean, if those were the ones that they were pumping out then, all that growth has got to lead to something at least different. So, I'm looking for something to be very the same, but also somewhat really different. And I really, truly believe that's exactly what I'm going to get delivered. And if they've been writing this for a decade, they've had plenty of time to even make this story more in-depth, more mind-fucking, more... Uh, just mind blowing in general. Um, because the one thing that I did want to cover here is that the Matrix was one of those was a movie that started a whole theory that even scientists started like contemplating, like, oh yeah, it could be a thing, like Elon Musk and everything. Where we have the simulation theory, where technically we right Are here we in the Matrix right now, right now, could be a simulation and like. Even Elon Musk had covered it where he's sitting there like, eh, it's just a possibility. And it's like, it, it, he, you can't throw it out there. But they definitely did create, that movie created not only just a genre of obviously spoofs and stuff, but it created like a thing where scientists sat there going like, these two writers came up with a theory we could never even think of. We can't disprove, correct. Yeah, like 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 we, we can't. cannot disprove that we're not all sitting in a simulation right now, which yeah. is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, so it's like, you know, a, a movie that just even mindfuck the the science of the world. that's a fucking movie so let's see what they do all these (laughs) years later I'm sure we'll just be fucking blown away once again I'm gonna tell you this when it comes out on HBO Max and if you even if we you wanna watch it at home I may still come over and we had to just get as bait as possible and we gotta hit that play button dude I'm down for that right now yep (laughs) let's fast forward to that time and I would do that right now that sounds not only like a good time but it sounds like a good episode as well yeah so hopefully we can come back and we can cover the new matrix I don't know if I spoiled the name or not the matrix resurrections it's gonna be a good time like I said December 22nd 2021 Thanks for coming here and talking about it this time. Thanks for promising to come back and talk about it soon, dude. Like, yeah. I'm pretty pumped. I am too. I mean, I didn't watch any of them being super high unless I would like rewatch them. And I can, I sit there and say, I actually rewatched them all when I was on the edibles, which was mine fucking on its own. Um, but just to come here and watch it with someone who's as, as much of a fan as I am to the Matrix and just be baked as hell and just, be mind fucked together that we could say that like i i plan, i'm hoping that at the end of this movie we're just sitting there and our minds are so fucked that we're drooling we become keanu reeves <laughs> we're just like whoa yeah. both of us <laughs> sounds like a good time dude it sounds like a date we'll definitely do it yeah that just about wraps us up for this episode of buds bros and superheroes do you guys like the matrix once again gonna do that call to action to leave a comment if you can maybe send a tweet at the end of the day though people got a people we're very busy that stuff might not be possible so word of mouth man that's one of the most valuable things i have because if you know a friend who likes buds bros or superheroes have i got a fucking show for them mark thanks so much for coming dude time is finite for everybody not everybody has all the time in the world so for you to come down and do my show with me hang out and bullshit it really it really means the world dude i'm not even bullshitting Thank you. Thank you very much for coming here. I appreciate you so much, dude. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. We already set up the next one. Maybe we probably squeeze you in one more time in between that because we talked about it. It's soon. It's not that soon, though. Oh, yeah. We still got a lot of movies that are just coming out even yep. before The Matrix. Absolutely. So we'll be sure to get you back in that seat 100%. Thank you. 
Thank you all for listening so much on the other side. That just about wraps us up 100% for Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. My name has been Nick James, once again joined by the lovely Mark. Buds, Bros, and Superheroes are out of here.